Torch, when I listen to you talk uh, after the game, like after blowing a three-goal lead and, and then losing in overtime, and even then after that game, and I know you've talked to me here recently in the last couple of weeks about teaching, how much teaching there is to do. Uh, after a game like that where you could have been livid, uh, you came out and you said, listen, I'm just going to focus on the good things. We're getting better. We're understanding this more and that more. And I, after thinking about it, it sounds to me like the John Tortorella that came here six years ago and started and uh, when you were trying to educate a lot of guys as to the way that you wanted them to play are there days that it feels like that for you too yeah it does it, it does Bobby and I, I think we're kind of there I, I, let's just be honest about we there's a lot there's been a lot of turnover um, you know we were we were building building you know we were going this way but uh, you know with, with the turnover and the changes and the new bodies teaching has to be done. And uh, I, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big one-on-one -on -one guy. I, I've kind of changed that. I like doing it in front of the team, but I, I, I am changing that a little bit now because I think there needs to be a little bit more one-on-one -on -one as far as situational play and some of the things that go in hockey games for, for the, 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 the go-between between a player and a coach, uh, Patty and me, Max and Max and me, and, uh, the new guys jacked just so they can understand me and I can understand them better. So we can get to the common goal about how we're going to play and what's expected. So yeah, this is, uh, there's a lot of teaching going on uh, a lot more now than it was the past three years, because I think we did that, as you just said, but we we're kind of back in that situation right now. Are there ever days where you, maybe you ask yourself on the drive into the rink or the drive home from the rink, uh, Am I going to have enough time in a season like this to get everybody educated? Am I going to have enough time to do the teaching and get the results that we need in the time we need it? Yeah, I, I'll put it to you this way. There is not enough time uh, to teach everything that we want to teach to, to all of them. I, I think some of the teaching is, is just reminders for probably half of the team. Uh, but for a bunch of other guys, it's not going to, this is not enough time. Now, does that translate in not getting the results? I don't know. We're, we're going to play the games and see where it goes. I'm certainly not going to sit here and tell you, okay, we can't teach anything. So we're not going to get the results. So many different things come into play in winning and losing hockey games. I just want to get a group, a, a group of guys here, understanding the foundation of, of what's expected and, uh, what, ex what I feel like needs to be done in situational play in situational play there's so many different things under that heading uh, 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 end of the period what you're doing there on the wall uh, uh, when you make a mistake and you and you throw a puck back to the point you got to make sure you block a shot not not just give in okay turn it over and it ends up in the back of the net there's so many different things that come into play Th those things are going to come through the experiences of the game so it, it, it's a lot to do without, with very little practice time. It's a lot of tape. Uh, how it transforms into results, uh, I'm certainly not going to say we're not going to get the results. We're going to have to try to find a way to win games too while we're doing this. And I'm sure for you that you, you don't celebrate the little victories either, right? Like if you're on Jack Roslovic about doing something and he does it one time in a game, uh, you might appreciate it, but you can't celebrate it because it's not about doing it one time. It's about doing it every time. It's about turning into an instinct, turning into a habit. And that's why it takes time. It, it, it doesn't take one year. Some of, that, some of the good habits that I think uh, some of the veteran guys have on this team, 
didn't happen overnight. That's through a couple of seasons of living through some experiences, find, failing at certain times and finding a way to change and, and do it this way and succeeding. You got to go through all those experiences. Uh, we're doing it on the fly in a shortened season, not a lot of practice time. And, and so uh, I, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not giving in. We got to get results, but there's a lot of teaching to be done. It's not all going to get accomplished this year. When you're evaluating throughout the course of the game, um, well, let's just take the last game, for example. You get near the end, you get down to about the last seven minutes, you're basically running two forward lines out there, and, and you're leaving those guys out there. And there are other guys that were left behind. As you're evaluating during a game, at what point do you say, all right, these are the six guys that I feel the most comfortable with. We've got to hold this situation right here. we got to, we got to at least get to overtime and get a point. Yeah. Well, there, there was a time late in the period that that's what I'm thinking. And, and because we were reeling uh, through some mistakes, they end up getting back and tying the game up. I also base it on on watching players play throughout the game. And, uh, you know, everybody's talking about Patty, you know, being benched. I didn't bench Patty. I just decided at that time because I watched his first period. Patty's first period was one of the best periods I've seen him play doesn't score a goal or anything like that, but I just thought he played really well. But I, I just thought his game digressed a little bit and uh, with, with, with some of the puck battles and things going on there. And uh, when you get down to the nitty-gritty and, you, and you, we're kind of holding on there, uh, I'm going to go with some guys that I feel gives us the best opportunity in that situation, in that game situation. Patty's going to go right back onto his line and uh, do all the things that I hope he can do the next game. But when I'm in a game itself, that particular game, I have to make those calls and decide on the bench who I think is best suited for that. Not, not because Patty's the big goal scorer or Jackson, one of our leading scorers, they, they just get carte blanche and they're going out there because we need to score a goal. Other guys were scoring goals too. Uh, Max had scored, Borky had scored. Other guys were playing well. I felt more comfortable with them away from the puck also. In, in taking care of that and at least garnering a point as we're going through this. So those are all things that are going through my mind. Not, it's not benching people. It's a coach making decisions on who's going to play in those particular minutes in that game. All right. Well, I am going to ask you this though. Uh, you get to the end of regulation and now you're going to overtime and, and he didn't play in the overtime either. And when you're saying that you're looking for situations to try to win this game, uh, when you've got a score like that, I'm just curious, what are your thoughts in overtime? Why does he not hit the ice in overtime? Yeah, yeah, because I, I had I, I felt Max was on his game, scored a goal, had a good assist. I thought Tex was playing really well, uh, carried the puck. Uh, uh, and I, and I, I look at Barkoff and Huberto come out there first. I, I was going to go with Jack and Cam, but then when they put those two guys out together, I wanted to go with a little bit of checking too with Cam and Nick. Uh, so I, I ended up deciding on the three pairs uh, of forwards uh, as we began that overtime. And, and for that game, Patty wasn't involved. Jack was. Jack was. Jack was involved. Patty wasn't. I, I, that, and I'm not going to get into all my decision-making because then it's kind of like I'm running Patty down. I, I just thought Patty had some struggles uh, as the game went on. And, and I'll leave it in a general term like that. And, and this is what I decided to do. I, like I just told the media, do you think uh, do you think I like not playing Patty? You know, I, I'd love to play him in all situations, but I also have to make the call on how he's playing at that particular time, as far as uh, where where I go with my lineup. 
because there's some other guys there that are playing really well too, uh, or, or were playing really well. And do I just say, okay, I'm going to give Patty another whack at this and, uh, uh, and just forget about what those other guys did the second half of that game. I don't operate that way. I, I, I I'm not going to operate on uh, what the, uh, what the player is or what he's perceived to be. I got to make calls each and individual game and, and try to do the best I can and trying to have a succeed. Well, I think the best point that you made there, and, and this is what people forget. And yeah, I do sometimes too. I'll admit it. You get into that overtime. You've said it's kind of a crapshoot the three on three, but um, you know, I think as a fan, you're looking all, oh, let's put the best scorers out yeah. there. But what, what you just said is true. When you've got Barkoff and Huberto on the other side, you're also trying to not lose the game. So yeah. you've got to have some defensively responsible guys on the ice when they have players like that out there too. Yeah. Yeah. I put Nick and Cam out there because they know, you know, Cam might get, you know, Cam's, a, a, you know, they scored more than Nick, but Nick can make a play also, but I think they're going to check better. And I also have Max and Borky coming up who've just, you know, scored a goal. Borky scored two. They can play too. You know, I, I can't use everybody in the bench three on three. And, and did, did I feel comfortable putting Patty on the ice last night? I didn't. Play, playing simple, I would have put him on. I hope I feel comfortable in the next game. He's going to get every opportunity because I thought he gave us some really good minutes in the first half, but I just thought it tailed and I decided to go with other people. You know, we talked, uh, it's probably about a week or so ago about Bjorkstrand and the line that he was playing on. And now you have him on that line uh, with Patrick Line. All of a sudden, you know, he's starting to score. Maybe it's not just that, but you've given him an opportunity. Right now, he's taking advantage of it, isn't he? Yes, he is. He's, he's played really, and, and, I, and I like the line. Uh, I, uh, I changed it in the middle of the game there because I thought there were some struggles playing against the top line, one of their top lines. But that line's going to go back against Dallas. I like the line, and, and I think Nash has really complimented them very well. Uh, so they'll play. And uh, uh, Borky has, uh, you know, Borky's been one that, you know, if, if there should be some questions asked, is why why didn't Borky get some more ice? I'm trying like hell because I think I've shortchanged him the ice time. Uh, and, and so I'm trying to get him more involved in the top six. Uh, and 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 play a bunch more because I think his game is coming and I and I do think his game is coming because he's getting more ice time. Uh, so I, I hope it stay. I, you know, we we it's a tough way to lose, Bobby. It's a hard one. It is. I get that. Uh, we're we're going to be okay. I just think we're we're heading in the right direction. I I think we're doing some really good things uh, right on through the team. And uh, I thought Coops came in and played, gave us some good minutes. Uh, you know, then that could change the lineup for tomorrow. And uh, I, I like the direction we're going. Are we in a hole? You're damn right. We're in a hole. We have to win games. I get that, but I can't just say, all right, we're going to get that. Amount. I I've got to go through the process with the team and try to just put one foot in front of the other and keep on trying to get better. And hopefully the things take care of themselves. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Dean Kukin because Vladislav Gavrikov, he and his wife have a baby yesterday. Congratulations to them. That's awesome. Um, but he couldn't play in the game. And Dean Kukin didn't look like a guy that's been gaining rust over the last couple of weeks. He looked like a guy that's been practicing hard. He was ready to go. Yeah, he, he's, he's aggravated. You know, I know he's aggravated because he hasn't played. And I, I think Carly has a little bit to do with that and how Carly's played. Um, you, know, Car you know, Carly, you know, it's still a, he's still a very inexperienced. I think he's kind of settled a little bit and uh, it, it, you know, you probably, you're going to probably see Kooks play in front of him, uh, tomorrow. Uh, there could be some rotating going on in that position. Kooks deserves another game. He's going to play, uh, cause he, you know, I, I know he's pissed, uh, 
And but he doesn't say much. He just went out and played a good hockey game. So he's going to play again. Well, he's from Switzerland, so he's always supposed to be neutral, Torts. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's one thing I like. You know, I like about Cooks. He hasn't been so neutral. Usually, he is neutral. I don't. I don't think he's neutral in his mind, and uh, he deserves to play another game. That's something you love and respect about players, right? I mean, sometimes you and you've you've told me this before. You're you're almost trying to get them to get yes. to that point to to want it so bad that that they're willing to show you or tell you whatever it takes. I want them to converse with me. I want them to tell me their honest feelings, good, bad, or ugly. I want that. I'm not going to go seek out these guys all the time and try to stimulate conversations. I want them to come to me. And that's how you grow as people. That's how you grow as a team. It'll always be that way. You should never hesitate uh, to talk to me about anything. Well, I wish the whole world worked like that. It would be such an easier place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in this little cocoon of a locker room, and I think that's so important. No, absolutely. Hey, finally, uh, Max Domi, as much as you and I have talked about him in the last couple of weeks, and you're looking for a place for him and you want him to get comfortable, how much do you have your fingers crossed that coming off that last game that he finally feels good about himself to where he can start to return to the way he's used to playing? Yeah, he, he's made little strides here and there. He, It's a step forward, kind of shuffle sideways, a step forward, a step forward, a step backwards. It's uh, like that Pac-Man thing there, going back and forth all over the place. I, I do think, and I think he's been a good pro. Uh, he's been a really good pro in a, in a very hard situation for him because I know, uh, you know, he, I, I know he feels bad that he hasn't been able to contribute as much. Uh, I think he's handled himself really well. Uh, uh, he comes in and, and, and comes in last night, plays some good minutes, and that's what makes me change my mind in certain situations that we talked about earlier. So I hope he continues to grow because it would be a, a huge plus for us. You know that Pac-Man reference uh, shows your age, right? Really? Is, is <laughs> you know, still out there? You know I understood it. Yeah, it's still out there, but I mean yeah. that everything's so much more sophisticated now. That's like child's play. <laughs> <laughs> Torrance, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. Best of luck against the Stars this weekend. Oh, oh one, one last thing I wanted to tell you. Derek Dorsett is coaching at the Ice House next door for Upper Arlington High School. Uh, I, I did want to ask you this uh, on the record. Having him as a player, can you believe that he is now a coach molding the minds of young hockey players? And he's doing a great job, by the way. Yeah, a great man, a pain in the ass. But he, he's, a, he's a great guy, one of the more willing players I've ever coached. Uh, I wish him nothing but the best. But he was a pain in the ass, quite honestly, when I was coaching him. And, and I think that's just that's, – that's how he lived in the National Hockey League. So that's terrific. That, that, that's an important job, that, that coach of a high school team. That, that's our – you're molding people's lives too at that age and in the sporting world. So good for him. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And as you know, it's not like triple a hockey. I mean, these kids are playing other sports as well. Maybe they'll go on to play hockey at a, at a college or something like that. But, but most likely you're right. You're, you're training them to live life. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I'm not so which, which is more important, Bobby, in, in the roles that we have as coaches in the big picture uh, it's a pretty important role at that stage of these kids' lives, teaching them how to be good people and, and in a locker room. There's not, it's just such a, the locker room is so cool to develop people, not just the sport they're playing, but develop the people. So that's, that's great. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Too bad you don't get hired and fired based on life development. It's just about yeah. hockey development. <laughs> about winning and losing. <laughs> that's right. Thank you, Torts. Uh, again, good luck this weekend. Okay, Bobby, be well.